When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's discuss what happened in Monday Night Football. We saw the Bills absolutely throttle the Titans 41-7. to Guys, we have to ask, is there any part of you that thinks the Chiefs have to play catch-up to the Bills at this point? I know we're getting ahead of ourselves to week six, but how are the Chiefs going to slow down Josh Allen? This is a scary team. I'm not going to pretend like that when we get to the end of the season that these two teams won't be equal. But I also think that right now the Chiefs are definitively the number two team in the NFL, as in the Bills are one. Like, and it, I get it. It might not be, it might be the way we discuss uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen as quarterbacks. Like, there's not a huge separation, but there's a separation because the Bills have the best roster and are the best team. Some of their weakest deficiencies, like pass rush, where they were kind of mediocre last year, even though they were the number one scoring defense, so it didn't hold them back. They got better because Von Miller's there, and they have an endless cavalcade of offensive weapons. Their second best wide receiver was out, and Jacob Jake Kumaro all of a sudden looked like a good weapon. They're good. Josh Allen is playing nearly perfect football for like six of his last seven games. Yeah, I think they're a little behind the Bills right now. I hope that they catch up in the next three weeks, I guess. But as of today, the Bills have outscored their opponents. They have the best win differential by more than double, and the Chiefs are second. It's just a, you know, there's, it's not a massive gap, but I, I think it'd be kind of foolish to say there's no, there's not even some gap between the two of them. Chiefs are second, but they're second. So what's interesting is that they were, we were in the same spot last year, weren't we? After the Bills beat the Chiefs in week five. Yeah, because they and had, it was, it was a beatdown, right? As a reference before that, Nick, they had outscored their opponents 118 to 21 before they played the Chiefs and beat them by 18. So in the three yeah. games up to that, they were absolutely rolling and then beat the eventual representative for the AFC title game. So there's part of me that says, okay, they were in the same spot last year and things fell off. And I was actually saying that walking out of work earlier today to one of our coworkers who happens to be a big Bills fan. I was like, yeah, weren't they kind of in this spot last year? And he said, yeah, and they were 13 seconds away from going to the AFC championship game. So I was like, okay, touche. It's not as if the Bills had a failure of a season. <laughs> Josh Allen played perfect in that game too, by yeah. the way. What's interesting is that the Bills are actually right now the pass-happiest team in the NFL, more than even the Chiefs. But in the second half of last year, I think they lost like an overtime game to Tampa Bay. And then they just started pounding the ball on the ground and they were annihilating teams. I think they won like four or five straight to end the regular season. And we know how good they looked at the end of last year when they realized, hey, we're still going to take our shots downfield. We're going to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. And Stephon Diggs is still going to be that guy. But we have a nice stable of running backs, good offensive line, running quarterback. There's a way we can sort of preserve ourselves and also 
sort of take advantage of some of the strengths of our team. They're not doing that right now, but they look as good through two games, mind you, but two games against defending Super Bowl champs and the Tennessee Titans who have been a mainstay in the AFC for the last four years. Uh, they are making them look like little league teams. Like this is this is big boy football that the Bills are playing right now. And I, if you would have told me after week one, I would have said these teams are pretty even. But then watching the Chiefs sort of struggle against the Chargers, albeit. On a short week. <laughs> yeah, the, Bill, the Bills. I said this last year after the Chiefs game, so I don't want to say it again and then just like have to walk it back just like I did last year. But I remember after the Chiefs lost to the Chargers, I said this looks like one team that is ascending and about to peak. And it looks like one team that maybe made some miscalculations in the offseason is going to have to recalibrate. Well, that didn't end up being the case. And I don't think the Chiefs made any miscalculations this offseason. But it does once again feel like the Bills are sort of ascending and trying to find their peak, which I don't even know if they've done yet. I hope I will, it doesn't get any higher than this. I will say this, Kayla, is I, I do think it's a bit rich for us to be like, and that was the number one seed in the AFC. They ain't that. That is that is not what the Titans are anymore. Whatever the hell they were last year, they are not that team anymore. They don't I look see, anything I like see. that team. Yep. I said that in a podcast earlier this week. They are I don't think that about them anymore. Seeing what I saw last night. I don't feel okay. like I'm not they don't scare me. <laughs> so we're let's just full transparency. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Our last podcast came out on a Monday. This was before we had seen the Bills second Correct. game. Yes. But on that Monday podcast. We said we thought it was the Chiefs and the Bills sort of in their own tier. And then it was kind of everybody else. Do you still view it that way? So without putting the Bills in their own and the Chiefs in their own, yes. The That's Bills what I'm are... asking. That's basically what I'm asking you. Do you see the Bills as sort of being a cut above everybody else right now? I just think they're, a yeah, because I think the Chiefs and the Bills are on their own and the Bills are ahead of the Chiefs right now. It doesn't mean they can't catch up. It doesn't mean the Bills won't hit that midseason lull that they did last year because they did. They lost to the Jags and a, a not very good Patriots team. And they lost three of six games and they kind of lost themselves similar to the way the Chiefs did. But the biggest difference between the Chiefs and other teams when they lose their way, because the Chiefs will lose their way at some point this season and will come on this podcast is they find it or they don't and they win. Other teams lose their way and they lose. The Chiefs will lose their way and they'll play in some dumb rock fight game that looks hideous. And you know what they'll do? Still win the damn game. That's why the Chiefs finished above the Bills in the regular season. That's why the Chiefs got to host the Bills in the playoffs in their home stadium. It's why they got to host the AFC title game again. Because when they lose their way as a team, they still win their football games. That, that cannot be said about every other team. And that's what happened to the Bills last year. They lost what they were doing for a little bit, and then they still lost games. Couldn't agree more with everything you just said. When we are down, there's nothing... No doubt in my mind that we aren't going to come back and win it based on what we've seen Patrick Mahomes do the last however many seasons. Um, I have full confidence every time that when we're down, there's always a way. Especially yeah. what we saw in that divisional game. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's like, for me, I'm kind of having two conversations in my head. It's like, okay, I do think the Bills are cut above the Chiefs right now. But when those two teams face off in week six, I'm not saying that I'm not going to pick the Chiefs to win home game for the chiefs at least you know what you know what i mean it's just it's the bills might be the better team but in a in a football game it feels so foolish to say nope chiefs won't win this one because look at what happened last thursday the chargers had the chiefs dead to rights and the chiefs came out victorious and are sitting there two and oh 
There's something that there's a fire that gets lit in Mahomes. I think he thrives when he's down. I think he enjoys the challenge of coming back. I've said this the year we won the Super Bowl when you had all those crazy games, uh, especially in the playoffs. That Houston game, like he likes being down, and I think he enjoys the challenge of coming back and winning and showing every everyone what he can do. Under you know pressure. what I th- you know what I think it is is it's kind of maybe the same thing that you just said, but it's not so much that he is better when he's down. It's that every other quarterback in the league is worse. They all get worse when their back is against the wall because they're not comfortable taking all of those risks down the field. You mean like Kirk Cousins? Yeah, they they get in their head. They feel the nerves. They feel the pressure. Whereas Mahomes, I feel like is just... And you go back, remember in that AFC Championship game when they were checking that whoop band that he's wearing and they're checking his heart rate. Yeah. And his heart rate was actually lower yes. when he was playing than when yes. he was watching. I feel like that guy's baseline just never changes, which is why when they're down and it's late in the game, he's just the same dude he's always been. All right. Well, speaking of the Bills, how do the Chiefs stop Josh Allen coming I up get, in a few weeks? I don't think you do, do you? Um, okay, so let's put a let's put a stat line on stop. Uh, I would just prefer it's not 330 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and another 40 yards rushing. It's got to be below that, I would say. Or to just force him into a couple of punts. Everyone realizes right in the third quarter of that Titans game was the first time the Bills had punted in like a very long time. They They don't punt. They just get the ball. You have to force some stops. My fear is that they simply do not have the personnel. They don't have enough corners to cover their wide receivers. They don't. They won't have enough linebackers to stop his running game. And the simply, the simple answer is, I think it's going to be a massive problem. Which means by week six, if they can't stop him, are they the offense they need to be to keep up? They were in the postseason because the only other way to stop him is to make him make us make mistakes, which I guess mm-hmm. he made in week one, and they still won the game pretty decidedly when it was over. One of those picks wasn't his fault. It just went off the guy's hands. But I don't know. I I I think their only their only hope is their only hope is confusion. And honestly, Josh Allen, similar to Patrick Mahomes, appears to be getting better. He, it doesn't. It's not. It's not saying the same. It's not getting worse. He's getting better. And I when when guys start going like that, Kayla, I don't know what the answer is. Well, I think as a passer. He'll get his own. I, I don't think he's the most skilled. But I don't even know if Josh Allen is a top. Okay, this isn't saying much, but I don't think he's like five. a top three passer. Yeah, he may be top five if he's sixth, whatever. It's that when you add in his ability to run the ball, that's why he becomes a top three quarterback in the league. And on some nights, the best. Like against the Titans, he was perfect. Just like he was perfect against the Chiefs in the AFC divisional game last year. So. The answer is he, he might get his own passing. A lot of guys do that. It's the NFL. Everybody's going to be able to move the ball down the field. Can you keep him from having 70 plus yards rushing? Can you keep him from breaking off a handful of 12 to 18 yard runs? Because those are what are demoralizing. When you get when you get a team into third and long and you feel like you're doing your job, and then all of a sudden he you know, improvises and scrambles for 18 yards. Those are what are really frustrating. 
And I'm sure there's a lot of defensive coordinators who are trying to like figure out solutions to that. And nobody has in the last three years. But to me, that's the difference between you shutting them down or slowing them down versus them just being able to kind of do whatever they want, which is exactly how it's went for them the past eight games we've seen from them. It's so different too. Cause like I, you know, the Raiders probably, they lost the game with the fumble return, but it felt like they lost it when Kyler Murray made that two point conversion. You're like, Oh my God, he's not even that kind of runner. He doesn't just avoid you for 13, you know, like 35 seconds. And then as someone described it online, like a kid, like a toddler running away after they've stolen your cell phone into the end zone. That's, I mean, he didn't even do that. He just like, he's running right at you. And you're like, Oh God, I don't want to do this. He's giant. That, that's a big person. You feel like you're getting more hurt than he is in this exchange because he's bigger than almost any other defensive player you have on the field. Hope, pray is some of it, Kayla. Get out in front <laughs> so maybe you know that they're passing. They pass a lot anyway, but know that they're passing. If you can get a lead, then know that they're passing. And maybe you can take some chances with some blitzes. But in the in the long run, there's a certain amount you just have to concede to Josh Allen. Yeah. And I mean, he was only had one carry for 10 yards last night but not the case against the Rams. So didn't need to, because he could just chuck it up to right. Stephon Diggs exactly. on every play. <laughs> exactly. 